You know, there's a lot of things in life that get a bad rap sometimes. And, you know, perhaps one of those things is the fungus. And you've heard the saying, there's a fungus among us. And, you bet. Uh, are all fungus bad? Randy, we're here with naturopathic Dr. Randy Lee is going to set us straight on funguses today. Yeah, I, uh, the ones that we talk about in these kind of things are usually bad, although some of them are worse than others. But we have to remember, mushrooms are a fungus, and we, love, and we love to eat those. So not, not all fungus are bad, <coughs> excuse me, but, uh, but most of the fungus that you have in your body or on your body uh, are, are not positive, let me put it that way. Uh, we have, uh, during, you know, we're doing the, the year on cleanses and stuff, and November is the month that I do my yeast fungal detox. Uh, it's a time to get rid of yeast and fungus. We all carry some of them all the time. Uh, there's no way that you can live life as we live life and not have some fungus and yeast. We always um, have a fungus among us? Is that what you're we saying? We always have a fungus among us, yeah. Well, at least the vast majority of the time, anyway. So we... Uh, uh, it, it, in, in small quantities, we seem to tolerate them pretty well. Uh, there are some serious ones, but uh, we don't see a lot of those unless you get into a, a really toxic environment. So I just basically tell people small quantities of fungus and yeast are going to be there. They're not terribly dangerous, and so you can get by with them. And, uh, but nevertheless, since we all carry some of them, I think it behooves us to at least once a year um, clean out some fungus and, and yeast and, um, and get rid of those things in our body. So I choose the, the month of November. And at the last of this, I'll tell you why I chose November. But basically, I wanted to talk about the fungus themselves. Most of, them, the, the, most of the time, they're very little problems. We don't have a lot of prevalent. They reside on our skin. Um, they get into such places as our mouth and our throat and our gut. Women often have uh, vaginal issues with, with yeast and fungus. And those can be more of a nuisance, a discomfort. Uh, you get some itching, some rashes, uh, but they can grow into larger enough quantities that they start causing us some problems. Uh, the serious problems may develop when they enter deep into the bloodstream, deep into the body. Uh, they get into some of our major organs. You can have fungus and stuff that get into your heart or your kidneys or even your brain. And those, those could develop into something dangerous. And um, they have a, a whole bunch of the medical community has a bunch of them that they've named. There are, there are literally hundreds of them, uh, but most people have heard of things like uh, candidiasis um, for candida infection. And that's generally the one that we are the most concerned with for ladies with vaginal issues. And, and they grow a lot inside our body. All funguses uh, grow in a warm, moist environment. Uh, and so, um, I was just talking bodies. to my buddy, you know, uh, you know, have you, you know, candidiasis, you know, this came up in conversation the other day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> but it does come up in conversation, particularly if somebody's suffering from some kind of a rash or some kind of a, a breakout that they don't understand. And they may not even um, attribute it to a fungus or a yeast. Uh, but we can, we can talk about those. Uh, there are some that are more dangerous as far as the medical community is concerned, a little harder to say. Coccidiomycosis is one, the coccyx environment. Um, uh, fungal eye infections, fungal nail infections, a lot of people have those. We take them pretty lightly, but remember that they are tied to our other body systems as well. And if we could just get them to segregate within our, within our fingernails, that might be one thing, but that's probably spreading fungus throughout your body. 
Um, histoplasmosis right. is a is a fungus that causes uh, some uh, histamine issues within the body, and those can be simple. Ringworm is a is a fungus, so uh, uh, take a take a look at those and uh, and uh, like I said, mild mild treatments. Uh, women most most of the time are complaining about those that are vaginal. Uh, that same kind of a virus that women suffer from uh, in the vagina, uh, men usually get as a white cottony um, coating on the inside of their mouths or stick out their tongue and it looks absolutely white as snow and it's uh, uncomfortable. Uh, that's, that's that same, that's same virus. Uh, some of the are so common that we've given them names and we don't even recognize them as being a, uh, a fungus or a, or a bacteria, I mean, excuse me, or a yeast. Uh, things like athlete's foot is a fungal infection. Right. Um, jock itch for guys. Um, toenail infections and diaper rash is a fungal infection. Hmm. So those are very, very common. Um, Obviously, they grow in warm, moist places. We've said that already. Uh, they generally cause swelling, rashes, some burning, a lot of itching. Um, anybody who's had athlete's foot knows how uncomfortable that is in terms of the, the burning and the itching. Uh, that's, that's a result of the fungus. So how do you treat them? Um, obviously, the most, the most important thing to do is to keep the places where we generally get them on our skin uh, dry. Uh, when you get out of the shower, dry really well, particularly dry off your feet, dry between your toes, dry down uh, around your groin, make sure that everything is dry. And then when you get, uh, uh, start putting clothing on there, think about it. You got wet feet. You don't dry them very well. You put on socks, the socks get moist. You put the socks in your shoes and all day long, you run around with a warm, moist environment in your shoes. You're obviously going to end up with, uh, with athlete's foot at some point in time. So keep those places dry. Uh, there are some many, many common uh, products that the doctors use. I'm not going to address those today, but we have an awful lot of uh, antifungal supplements as well. Uh, when you're looking for antifungal supplements, think about names such as caprylic acid, uh, grapefruit seed extract, oregano oil. All of those have a very strong uh, antifungal um, uh, uh, characteristic to them. So hey Randy, most what of the, just, what if we just eat the oregano spice and, you know, put it that's going to help as well. You're getting it into your okay. system. Yeah. The spice itself is where we get oregano oil from. Ah. So uh, if you're eating the spice, you're getting some small amounts uh, of oregano. Now, if you've got a bad case of athlete's foot, I don't recommend sitting down and trying to eat as much oregano as you can. Uh, you, that might help, but you're not going to get enough of the oil in there to really be a, a good deterrent for it. Right. But any, any of the, the, the herbs like that that you eat are going to have a positive effect on your overall health and will help some with yeast and fungus as well. A couple of essential oils that I like to use, uh, tea tree oil and neem, N-E-E-M, neem oil, uh, have similar characteristics and those are antifungal along with the oregano. So if you uh, have a problem like that, a drop or two of neem oil or tea tree oil, particularly if you dilute it a little bit, and then just put that between your toes. Uh, I will tell you, if you put it in, in your groin, it's going to burn like the Dickens. Yeah. So uh, uh, if, you don't want, if you don't want that, then find some other treatment. But, but they do work. Um, cook with coconut oil. Uh, coconut oil, oddly enough, is one of our strongest uh, places for getting caprylic acid. And caprylic acid is, is uh, the, the one thing that's in virtually every 
antifungal treatment that we've got. As, uh, so, so take a look at that. Um, I, I found an article on the internet that I liked that said the 17 best candida fighting foods. Uh, I'm just going to read through the list quickly, uh, but they're things that you've, you've heard of and they fight off fungus, which is probably the reason we don't have more fungus is because most of us eat some of these things. Coconut oil, garlic, onions, seaweed, rutabaga turnips. My wife doesn't eat those, but I love them. Ginger, olive oil, lemon and lime juices, pep, uh, pumpkin seeds, cayenne pepper, any of your algaes, uh, the, 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 uh, the, uh, and we have a lot of algae products, seaweed type products that okay. we use all the time. Those are great. Cinnamon, paprika, turmeric, uh, fermented foods like sauerkraut, and uh, if you're Korean, kimchi, um, those kinds of things are very, very good for killing those. Bone broth and patiarco tea, those are the 17 that they listed, and I like all of it. It's interesting to me how many times on these things that we talked about Schultz's tonic. Oh, all, yeah. five, all five of the ingredients that we use in Schultz's tonic are in this list of 17 of the very best foods for fighting yeast and fungus. So while you're using your, your, uh, your Schultz's tonic to get rid of pandemics and plagues and all that kind of stuff, you're fighting yeast and fungus in your body at the same time. Man, you're so motivating me. Uh, since we carry some yeast and fungus, it makes sense to me uh, that we do at least once a year a detox for yeast and fungus. Mm -hmm. I picked the month of November, and I'll tell you why now. Uh, November is at the very beginning of the season where we celebrate at the end of October, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Those are probably the four holidays we have in the year where we eat, we consume the most sugar, oh, and yeah. sugar feeds fungus. Sugar's bad, again. They love it. Lots of things that we've talked about sugar, but one of them is that it feeds yeast and fungus. And, uh, and so during those holiday periods, we're going to have more of that than we have at other times of the year. And so I've just chosen to do my yeast fungal detox in November. We've got packaged products. We've got capsules. Uh, we've got most of these uh, herbs and spices and things that we've talked about. Uh, they're readily available. Consume them. Uh, make your holidays less of a trouble, trouble for you. Eat less sugar and take your yeast fungal detox uh, during November with me. Excellent. All right. You can find those at the Health Patch, 1024 South Douglas in Midwest City, Oklahoma, or at thehealthpatch.com. Are they on your online store, do you know? Or Many of them are, yes. Okay. All right. Got the online store there as well. All right. Well, until next week, our time is up, and may you remain fungus-free until you meet again. Amen. Let's don't keep that fungus among us. <laughs>